Alright, welcome back to episode 2 of For The Legion. You're joined with Joe and Shendog, and yes, it's been a while between drinks because uh, on the north coast we've just we've gone to lockdown, so it's been pretty hard to get together and um, have a bit of a podcast together, but we have managed a way around it, and we are here for episode 2 of For The Legion. Shannon, how are you, mate? Oh, well... It's the night after, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty all, gutted. We just yeah, we've got so much stuff we want to talk about, get it all out. But yeah, we haven't been able to do anything because of lockdown. So we've we've got like this dodgy sort of setup with our podcast. So it might sound shit. I don't know what's going to happen, but we just thought we've we've got to we've got to get back up on the saddle. We've kind of gone from season. We've got our first episode of the. Of the podcast, and then this could be the last. Yeah, well, there might be one more. Hopefully, there's so, one more. Um, so yeah, yeah, gutted up last night. Obviously, last night we played. Just yeah, in case you're listening to this further down the track, this is the night after. Yeah, going down. We just went down to the nights, and um, the season is basically over. If we somehow get in, if we somehow ask our way into the finals. It's because of other results, which is you never want to be in that position. But hey, if we make the, the finals, we'll take it. Yep, I'm not going right. to say no. I've never, but, I've um, never thought I would actually support the Broncos, but I'm supporting them this week against the against the Sharks. We really need them to flog the Sharks and buy a fair whack as well. Um, however, I'm not, I'm not confident. Um, I'm not confident at all. You you weren't confident all week going into the night. As soon game. as I seen that team list, as soon as I and seen then, it, yeah, I said it. I said we're done. Like, and then you, I was going to say, and then you saw the team list, and I was like, dude, what do you make of this? I was I was just shocked that the changes had been made, and then as the week progressed, I have to admit, I drank Holbrook's Kool Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid and I was on board. I was thinking, oh, look, Peachy at six could be – he could be massive there if he breaks the line and offloads it onto our backs. And, like, this this could be a stroke of genius by Holbrook. No. Um, it was a dropping Mars – dropping arguably our best back at the moment, our most consistent back, that's one that didn't sit with me all week. And the excuse was that, oh, well, Sammy's more experienced. Well, well, it turns out that Sammy had a pretty good game. Yeah, he. I'm just looking at he, he ran for over 200 metres. So he, yeah. he, he, had, he had a good game, which yep. is, that's me eating humble pie because there's been so many. I guess when I think about it, if, if Sammy had better service, he probably would, he, he'd be a much better player. So he, he himself is solid. There's just been one or two games where, He's let us down, but I sort of think about all the yeah. games where I've been angry at him, and I've realised, well, it's actually been the lead-up to him. It's, it hasn't been his fault, so he had a solid game. Um, look, I'd be happy to keep him in the side, but I would rather... Yeah, I'd Well, keep him on the wing, drop Herbert, and put Marzu in centre. Marzu is big enough to play centre. Has he got that lateral movement, though? Yes. <laughs> Yes, especially in defence. He mate, he he'd be better than than Herbert. I'm telling you now. Like, I, like when I when I first seen Herbert that we signed him, I was like, oh, hell yeah! I was like a high school girl, yeah. you know, over like a footy player. But 
mm. he really hasn't done done anything that special. Uh, like I thought he was a much better player at the at the Warriors. I'm not sure what he's doing here. It's probably the classic case of, yep, I'm at the Gold Coast. I'm comfy. I don't have to play well anymore. Um, I'm not. I'm really not sure why he took that attempt. I really don't know. He rushed it. He had plenty of time, plenty of space. I don't know why Fogues didn't do it. I really, I don't. I... So many questions get brought up with this club. There's so many strange decisions that get made. And I'm still scratching my head as to why some of these decisions were made. And, of course, you can go to the defence of, of Sammy and say, look, he had a great game. But I think people need to have a bit of a reality check here. The Knights were absolutely fucking terrible. They were so shit. Yep. They handed us that game on a silver platter so many times. Yep. Not one or two key moments where we could have taken an opportunity. Almost every set, especially in the middle of the paddock and in their own half, they turned it over to us, especially that first half. Yep. They turned it over to us so many times. They were so terrible, and for some reason we couldn't score. So almost any player is going to look good in that game. So... I don't think too much of a rap can be given to Sammy Bick and Herbert. Yeah, they made some good runs, but the Knights were so terrible. I think almost anyone would have played well in that game. Well, I'm just looking at our from last night, and it was our edges that really couldn't defend. Like, Sammy had 100% tackle efficiency. Granted, he only made four, but... Brian Kelly was at 66%. Herbert was at 77 yeah. Corey was at 66 Peachy was at 78 yeah. Like, the, there was only three blokes, yeah. three players at 100%, and that was Aaron Clark, surprisingly, David yeah. Feeder, and Jermaine, Jermaine Jolliffe, right? So, but just, I'm looking at all these missed and ineffective tackles, like, yeah. if you add them all up, nearly 30 and that's in our middle. Like, our boys well, just, look, they got buggered. The other thing I don't understand is, okay, if Holbrook is has got the balls to make these huge changes in key roles, then why isn't he playing Sexton? I don't know. If he's going to take a risk, why is he risking these decisions on why isn't he giving Sexton a crack? Well, it was funny because at the start, start and, of the week... And hang on a sec because, okay, you're going to make big changes in key roles, then why not just make one change? And here's my one change. Keep Sexton and Taylor in the halves because they won like three games in a row. That, that half pairing... Mm has been okay. It's been our best half pairing of the season. Instead of making all these big changes every week in key positions, why not just make one change for this game and put Fogarty at nine? You know, he's made such big changes. Like putting Peachy at six, that's a huge gamble in a, in a game that we had to win and probably should have won. Yep. How about just keep Sexton and Taylor in the halves because 
they have won games and it's our best option in those halves and just make one big change and just put Fogarty at nine. Well, I'm actually looking at um, his tackle efficiency compared to Mitch Raines. And Mitch Raines was 89.7, whereas Fogarty's was 87. So, like, yeah. granted, granted, uh, Mitch Rain had 35 tackles attempted and Fogarty only had 20, but stats don't lie. You know what I mean? And Mitch Rain, um, I don't know. I, I would have, okay, the best, I think the best thing we could have done is put Sexton and Taylor in the halves and, and move Fogarty to nine because Holbrook has shown that he's he's happy taking risks. So make that the one risk that you take and put Peachy at 14. Yep, I would have been happy with that. Clark doesn't, hands down, Clark doesn't make the side ever again. Can we fuck Clark off? Yeah. Seriously. Get rid of Clark. Put Peachy as our utility because yep. he is he's a good utility. He is. He's a great utility. But I just, I don't understand. He's not, he's not our six. I don't understand it. Okay, you don't want to play Fogarty and Sexton together because they're both playmaker halves and I get it. All right. But even if Taylor is having dummy spits at the moment, he's our best option at six. And yeah. who else can kick a field goal? That was the other thing. Did Holbrook not think about this game could come to the wire and a field goal might be required. Oh, shit, we don't have anyone who can kick a field goal in NRL except for Herbert. When when Herbert did, I have no idea. Yeah, I really... When did Herbert kick a field goal I don't in think NRL? he's ever kicked one. I think they just picked... That's the... what people are saying. They're saying that Herbert was the only one who has ever kicked a field goal in NRL. That's why it was given to him. But see, he... And he was out on an edge when he kicked it anyway. And it's because he he's got a big boot. Out. He's got a big boot on him, that... That, that's we why. would have been better off putting a kick in to try and score a try. Put it in the in goal, put up a bomb, put through a grubber. We would have been better off doing that than giving them a seven-tackle set. So, again, again. I'm... But at the end of the day, it should never have come to that anyway. We had so many opportunities to put the Knights away, and for some reason, we just can't do it. And I think the reason, the big reason is because Holbrook has made too many big changes in key roles. We've rarely had the same half pairing. We change our nines. We have we players dropped and then we have big players on the bench. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. So here's, here's my biggest thing. I said it last podcast. I'm going to say it again. As much as I love Kerry Proctor, he is dead wood. Last night, three runs for 28 metres. He made 16 tackles, I think. Like You could see, yeah, when he, he just, when he, we were getting a roll on them and we were stringing it wide and we were getting a run and we were overlapping, the ball would get to Proctor and he did not have the quick hands to shift it right. You see those couple of times when the ball was shifting right and we were looking like we were going to break through and then the ball would get to Proctor and he just didn't have the the ball skills to be able to throw it right again. He'd yep. just take the tackle, and then the play was dead. One blow, actually. So one now, when I first seen that we signed this fella at the start of the season, I was very excited. So Sam McIntyre, um, a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me here, but I really rate him. Uh, he played great. He had, he had a, a great game. Yeah, he, he made thirty tackles, had ninety yep. something percent. Tackle efficiency, like he, I, I rate him. He had a solid game. I'm, I'd be happy yep. for him to be a lock and move Tino into Proctor's spot. 
But then again, like Dave both Fermer, both Fermer's been playing well, quite well, you know. Let's talk about Tino a bit later on because man, he is our best player. He, and is. he is getting better and better. But can I also add in? Um, I'm very happy with Jaden Campbell at the moment. Yeah, man. Like I am very happy. This is basically his since he's gotten this fullback spot from AJ, um, speedy recovery AJ. Um. This has been his audition for next season, and I really think he's carving up. Like 152 run meters, um, 38 post contact meters. Now I know that's not a lot, but he's a little fella. Okay, two line break assists, tackle breaks from last night. You know, like he he's quick. He's quick, but as I've said before, he's wiry. He's strong. Look at him running oh, yeah. straight at the forwards and gaining meters. He pumps his legs and he gains meters every time. And he so took, yes, he's small, but that has absolutely no impact on his game. And he took that run from from dummy half, which nearly yep. led to which which is great. Not many fullbacks. He got taken out when he when he put the kick in. Yeah, yep, that's right. He should that should he have been got a, tackled without the ball. That should have been a sin bin. I'm not sure. Yep. Why that? But anyway, but yeah. Um, look, if 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 ifs and buts were. Chips and nuts, right? Our, actually, looking at our back five, ex- excluding our halves, all ran for over 100 metres. Um, yeah. So, which is good to see, but it's not enough. Like, our wing, our back shouldn't be shouldn't be running. I uh, shouldn't have to, have to be making the metres. It should be our forwards. And there's only two forwards that made a century, and it was Jared Wallace. He ran for about 110 and Tino ran for a massive 165. Like, that's huge. He had such a big game last night. Oh, sorry. So and, then we're, got yeah. for, and for feeder, 112. Mo off the bench. Same with Jamin off the bench. Both turned up like... Mo Fodawaka, if we don't re-sign him, we are idiots. If we let him go, we, we him are absolute year, idiots. Yeah. Who knows? We need to lock him down this year. Yep. 100%. But I thought Fafita played well. Yeah, everyone. He really He played really well. The only place I see where he struggles is running off our line. He does struggle there to make meters. He it's like he hits he hits a wall there, and he hasn't learned to pump his legs and turn. And just get that extra meter or so that makes all the difference. He tries to fend too much and, and break tackles. Yeah, which, he's got to learn how to run. Which does work defense. eight out of the ten times, but it's those two times which would like as you say make the difference. Yeah. But like look at like look at Tino. He has just got that run down pat. But we can't give him the ball every time. Mm. Um he I think if that part of his game meters. is fixed up, he is definitely our second rower. But this is another thing that I put on Holbrook. Fafita wasn't brought on until nine minutes left in the first half. Yeah. That is just fucking dumb. That is so dumb. The You could see 20 minutes into the game, Newcastle were really starting to tire. We had them on the back foot for... Most of that first, yeah, they got one try off of, off on our pure arsiness, but he waited. We should have brought him on at 20 metres when the Knights were under the pump and like, here's the ball, go. 
do what you do now. Fafita has this one thing that he is brilliant at, and he runs at weak links and gets through. Yep. He's like a wrecking ball against a broken down house. Yep. He just smashes through. That's his main that's his main How often has well. when he has scored his bundle of tries, how often has it been in within the first twenty minutes of a game? Yeah. But instead Holbrook brings him on with nine minutes to go. And really he only had a few plays to get any sort of momentum and then it was half time. Sometimes I think Holbrook forgets he's on the bench. Like I don't I don't know. I you, you can see that I'm pissed off with Holbrook and I do put a lot of this on him. And I, I hope that he's got a plan. I really do, because if this is his plan to keep losing like this, then it, we're going to be in the same boat we are in, in a season or two. But look, let, let's, be... just, let, let, let's just back it up a little bit. Let's be real. We weren't really beating the Rabbitohs, okay? We weren't, we weren't beating the Rabbitohs, no. And, and we weren't beating the Storm. The, the, fact, the fact that we were competitive against the Storm last week was really reassuring to me, okay? We were for... Half the game. Yes, and then we do what we do best. We fold in the second half, okay? Yeah. But to be fair, Agreed. Storm Storm either turn it on in first half or second half. They never turn it, off and turn it on in both halves. They turn it on in the no. second half, which is quite common for them. So, uh, look, I yes, we lost, but I was quite happy with the way that we played. Both times we played the Storm, we should have got absolutely rolled. We lost yeah. the first game by we two, hung in there. and yeah, in this one we were competitive. Okay, like yeah. the, the no matter who the storm are going to play, the form that they're in, and the winning culture they have, they're going to beat anyone. Doesn't matter who. Okay, so this poses a question to Holbrook: If we did well against the storm, why change? Why change the team what? at this crucial point? Why put six Peachy at six? Yeah, they had a dummy spit. Apparently, Ash Taylor's had a dummy spit. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Nobody will probably ever know, really, um, what happened. But was it going to affect his game? Yes. You reckon? I think so. I think... Okay, look, it would have been... It's really hard to... He would have had two mindsets. Like, I'm going to fucking prove my worth here or... I'm thinking too much about it, so I'm going to play like shit. And it would have depended. It would have all hung on if he had a good first half. If he had one or two tries in the first... If he was on, he would have had a blinder. But if, if, I don't even think he had the chance to prove it, though, to go, right, well, prove us wrong, here you go. And if he had a shit game, well, then everyone... It would have just closed the door. It would have given us closure, and it would have been, okay, see you later, Taylor. All the best, but... You won't be playing again. But now it's just going to be this whole, well, what if? What if Taylor had have played that game? You know, but we'll never know. Yep. I'll put Peachy in there. And it failed. It failed again. It was another failure. So now we're sort of in the position where, okay, so if decisions go our way with the, with the games this round, we may somehow find ourselves in the eight, but we're in there to make up the numbers and we have a puncher's chance. So anything can happen there. I don't think we should be putting a lot of focus on making the finals now. Mm-hmm. I think we should be focused on next year and addressing all these concerns. 
And if we happen to make the finals somehow, well, it's a bonus. And you just tell the boys, go out there and do your best, boys. Just play your guts out. Enjoy it. You made the finals. Be happy with that. Whatever happens, happens. I don't think a lot of resources and time and sitting with X's and O's to plan for the finals should be happening. I think all our time and energy needs to be put into next season and how this shit doesn't happen again. And the way I see that happening is Holbrook needs to pick and stick. He needs to find his half combination with maybe one or two fighting for a spot and then making his his final decision by round five. And then we need to figure out, okay, building the team around Fafita didn't work. That hasn't worked. That's not to say, and it's not Fafita's fault. He just wasn't used the way he was supposed to be used. But fe- and we're still finding out what role Fafita's going to play. He's still young. He's, what, 21? Yeah, he's 21. He's got... He hasn't hit his prime yet. He he's the scary thing. He hasn't even hit his prime yet. He scored fifteen so, tries this season. He's he's leading the comp for most post contact meters, tackle breaks, and whatnot. He has not hit his prime. People don't yeah. hit their prime till mid twenties. Like you, so you don't. Yeah, you, you look at Ale, you look at Alex Johnson. You look at Alex Johnson right now. He's twenty six, I think. Yeah. And right now he's he is yeah. in his prime. It helps that he's got yeah. one of the best five eights in the game at the moment yeah. on his left edge on oh, yeah. on his edge on his side, but. He's hit his prime, and he's 26. Yeah. Fafita's 21. I know. So all the media bullshit aside that, oh, he's wasted, you know, we've wasted $1.2 million and all this bullshit. Uh, no. Yeah, but remember, Just, remember, the media hates the Titans. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> Fox. No one likes yeah. the Titans, and, and that's not coming from a, a one-eyed, unbiased, but that's coming from a gen, like a legitimate... They don't like... No one likes the Titans. No matter... Like, if we have big wins, no one talks about that. They talk about how, oh, this club is struggling. Like, there's no love for us. I love it, though. You love the underdog, and it makes the win so more satisfying. So, I think trying to build a team around Fafita, it didn't work. So, how does Holbrook use Fafita next season? If I'm being completely honest, I think we start building it around our spine. And I think AJ moving the six... And Campbell in one is already great steps to a winning team. We Could need, be, yeah. We need to sort okay. out. We need to sort out seven, and we need to sort out nine, and we need to do it now. No questions asked. A step forward is Jaden full time one. Yep. Shout and out. then I think a step forward. No questions asked. Sexton at seven. Yes. AJ at six. Yes. We don't know, but I, we have to try because I would it say probably yes. will be a good. He he's played move. there before. He's played a good chunk of footy there before. He's only we're in a very good situation with that. And with then that change. I with think AJ at six. Then that means that we've got this Paul Turner guy coming. We've got Shalen in a couple of years. Is it Shalen Shallon? I think we've was, signed. Think we've got these young guys nipping at AJ's heels, which will help his game, and it's great for the club because we've got. We've got a safety net there. We can put someone else in. So, yeah, it looks like the spine is set. But how do we use the feeder next year? Uh, we can't be building the team around him. Well, I generally Not think yet. I think that they're going to spend the off-season. So I think two two of these things are going to happen in the off-season. Okay, one, they're going to train up Fogarty to be a nine. Yep. Because if we haven't signed one by now, like 
Now, we, you and I have had these talks before, and you're under the impression that there's something going on in the works. There's just been... Not anymore. Not anymore? Not anymore. Okay. No. I no. think they, they need to spend some time with folks at Nine because, as I said last time, I would love folks at Nine. Solid, and, and our mate Dan, who couldn't make it today, but he'll make it next episode, he's pointed out that him and Connor Watson are pretty similar in build, size, stature. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we have signed Booth. So we have actually signed a hooker. We've signed Booth. I'd probably need to see him in the trials. He'll probably, in the trial games next season, he'll probably start at hooker for for a game, most likely against Burley Bears and see how he goes. But if we can train Fogarty at nine, I think that's that's an asset to the team because it'll be like a Hodgson type thing. A a good kicking nine. And defensively, he's sound, okay? Now, the second thing that needs to happen, Holbrook needs to work on Fafita's fitness. He needs to get him to 80 minutes. Like, yes, he was an 80-minute player at the Broncos, but most of the time he'd come off the bench, and in the few games he started, he was playing 80 minutes. But that's when he didn't need to do a whole lot, you know? Uh, Like, the ball wasn't really going out to his edge as much. They only started going out towards him before he, like, injured himself. Then he had that big time off, and then he came back for a few games and, and played his played his ass off. It's only because the ball yeah. was starting to go to him. They realized, oh shit, this boy can run. We get him yeah. to match fitness in the off season. I think we're gonna see that see the difference in that because that's yeah, all it is. He just needs him, match fitness. I liked him on that right edge. I think last night, like, and he's off loads. He's great. Yeah. He was tr- making opportunities. And he, and he, will, he will back himself to the line every time. Every time. Okay, but I think because he's such a... Because he is an absolute unit. He is massive. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, of course he's going to be a bit bit buggered. But if we can work on his match fitness, which I dare say they're going to do that in the off-season, it'll go a long way. Same do you with, get same, him to 80 minutes, though? Do you oh, use yeah. him as 80 minutes, or do you use him at the right time to go on for 20-minute stints and just obliterate. Well, so, hey, look, look, um, Todd Payton tried to do that with Tom Lolo this year and look what happened. Yeah. Like, Tom Lolo was one of, well, was the best um, middle running middle forwards. Todd Payton started putting him in 20-minute stints and it fucked his game. And now, okay, so you don't bring Fafita off at all, not even for a rest? Um, maybe, I'd, maybe half-hour stints. He needs to start. Around 30 minutes in the first half, bring him off. Yep, and then maybe like five minutes after half time. Probably 10. There's no point. Yeah, and but, give him a rest, and then like, right out, go back on. Last 30 minutes, you got to, yeah. And, and that's well, why. Well, I guess it all depends on what the game's doing as well. But that's why we can keep Sam McIntyre in, in that in that line, because he, he plays on the edge. For for the Seagulls, you put McIntyre at fifteen next season. That's I his would. Spot. I think I would. Or yeah. um, I mean, if if they're smart and they get rid of Proctor, um, ten out of Proctor. Actually, no, no, you know, no, you know what? I would stick with Firmer because Firmer's doing a good job. Oh, Firmer was an absolute beast. He needs to start. Like he's just as quick. Like a lot of people look at. The, for Firma is he is solid. He is strong and he's quick as well. He just needs to. Well, not just him, the whole team. So this is the thing that's been pissing me off the last few weeks. Okay, 
We get to the try line, we get within 20 metres, and we panic. We do something stupid. We did it this. Yeah. We did it last night. We did, Actually, we did it twice last night. We did it three times against the Storm. We've done it three or four times against the Bunnies. Like, that's been our downfall this season, is we get to the try line, we panic. We do something stupid. We knock it on, we throw a forward pass, and we've still got three tackles. Like, we need to learn to calm down. That comes down to our game management, okay? So that's yeah, and that's a third thing we like we need to work on in the off season is our game management. We just need to not panic. This is why we're not in that top eight, not like the top eight ladder, but the top eight sort of mold yet. It's because we panic too much. Because this it's un this is unknown territory for us. Yeah. Getting these breakaways, getting these line breaks, making up these meters so easily, and then we get down there. It's like wait, what are we doing now? We're not used to this. So do you keep Fafita on the right edge? Yeah, I think so. And then who do you put on the left? Firma? Yep. Firmore? Fir- I don't know. Everyone says it differently. Anyway. Firmore. Who Firmore. do you put as our other second rower? Off the bench? No, start. No, both Firma. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm saying I would start with Firma and Fafita. I would be happy to keep Tino at lock. Keep oh. Tino at lock and put Liu. I am a huge fan of Liu. He is going to be a Great oh well, maybe maybe us. Lee. Sorry, I forgot. Him. I forgot we signed him. You Lee, put him at eight, and you put Mo at ten. Yep. And I'd have Wallace. Like as I know, this has been Wallace off the bench. Yeah. Wallace had a better McIntyre season. Off the bench. Yep. Yep. Peachy in the fourteen, and I think yeah, Jolive. You got to keep Jolive in there because again, Jolive, yeah. he he stayed. Yeah. He is such a solid little player. He goes under the radar, but he's great. That if if that's our he's team. Great. If that's our forward pack next year, I'm excited. I love Jolliffe because he's a heads down, no bullshit, gets the job done. Yep. He's not amazingly brilliant. Then you see all this, like he's just He does his job. Straight down the middle, does his job, and you've got and, to have players like that. And he's reliable. Team. He's very reliable. Yeah. Um now with our backs, again, I <sighs> This well it all comes down to our spine. Setting a spine, and I think you've you've covered this with Campbell at one and AJ at six and Sexton, Sexton at, seven. at seven. All we need now is a nine, and whether that's Fogarty, whether that's Booth, or do we go on the market and try and s- snag one of these um, people who are possibly looking to jump ship? Like there's rumours coming Whoa. up that Starling's off contract. Hodgson's off contract. They both play for the same club. The Raiders probably aren't going to keep both of them. Do we, I, do we I, give one I of those a stick, crack? I'd, I'd go for Starling if I'm being completely honest with you. I really rate that Starling. And see, like, I know my, they were at the same hospital because it's in, everyone's playing in Queensland, but I think Brimo and Starling are mates. I'm happy with both. I think Hodgson short-term... Which would work. You bring in an experienced hooker who can grab the guys in crunch time and say, righto, boys, follow me. This is what we're going to do. Watch me. The experience that he has would fit straight into our young team. The other option is also really good. We get in a young nine who he scoots out a dummy half really well. He's got quick hands because we do tend to struggle to get off our line. He gets in. He gets in, has a go. He gets in. He gets the ball away quickly 
and he can break the line. He has a crack at the line and can break it. He sees the hole and can run. I watched him. Yeah. So either way, I'm happy with that. I don't he's, think I think it's all the pipe. He's game. only twenty. He's only twenty three. Stranger things could happen. I don't think we will. I think we'll end up with Booth or Fogarty. I think there are only two options. Mm. This is for next season. With season after that, you've got these young guns coming through. Who knows what Turner is going to do as well. So look, we're gonna we're probably gonna wrap it up here, but Final final words. We can still make it. This is what needs to happen. We need Warriors. My final to... words are, I think, forget about this season. If we make the finals, we do it and we just go in there and smash it and have fun. Whatever happens, happens. Focus on next year. And I think it's going to take another season to build mm. to get as a consistent eight team. And I think that's all that we can hope for at the moment, to just consistently make the eight. That's all you should be trying to do. Um, but Holbrook needs to pick and stick. Choose his players, pick and stick. That's what needs to happen for, for me. Uh, I'm just going to put in for us to make the final still. A lot of people in the forums are already like saying we're out. We're not entirely out. So this one needs well, to happen. Technically, we're not. Warriors need to beat Raiders, which which is yeah. a, which should be a really good game actually. Um, yeah. Warriors need to beat Raiders. Broncos need to beat need to beat Sharks, and then next week, um, Storm need to beat Sharks. Bronco or oh, but Storm are going to rest all their players. You know it's coming. Yeah, I know. They're going to rest pretty much their whole team. They'll be sharks. Will be playing a baby storm. But but how many could times still do the shark? That's I don't insane. Rate the sharks at all. But how many times have have had the storm rested half their team and they've still gone to put some decent solid scores? And then we yeah. need to beat Warriors and Raiders need to lose to Roosters. So so you're thinking we still make the finals? I'm saying we don't. So we're split I mean, down the middle on that one. It's not even. It's not even down to a thing of, of mathematically. It's barring, barring other results. Like if Sharks win against Broncos, which I dare say they will, we need them to get absolutely pumped, pumped next week we by do. Storm, and we need to pump the Warriors next week, and we need Raiders to, to lose these two games. So no matter what happens, we need Raiders to lose both games, we need Sharks to lose both games, and we need to pump Warriors. That's... I can't believe that somehow we could end up in the eight this round by losing. Yeah, that's right. It's just so funny. We could end up in the eight by losing. That's how close it is. So let's let's just hope that. Oh, look! I've I hate the Broncos. They're one of the my most hated clubs alongside along with um Storm. But I'm going to be going for Broncos because. We need them to pump the absolute shit out of the Sharks tomorrow. Yeah. So, Broncos for life. Yeehaw. Come on. Nay, nay, nay. Um, yeah. We need to pump them. They need to pump them. Okay. So, before we finish, can I also just say a massive um, thank you to the Don for all of his service for us over the years. Um, yeah. Watching that retirement video put me in tears as well as him. Um, like he was for a number of years, he was a bit of a shining light. Um, I always loved watching a good old Anthony Don intercept try, but, uh, Donnie, if somehow you are listening to this podcast, mate, from a diehard Titans fan, thank you for everything you've done for us over the years. 
and you will be missed. Um, yeah. And if you are going to go play for the Ghosts, go, go Grafton. Go Grafton. Even though I'm a Cougar boy. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Logan to Lismore, baby. All right. Well, I think that's it done. Thank you for joining yep. us for episode two. Hopefully yeah. there's an episode three. I, I think no matter what... We'll get we'll one going. One. We'll do one. We'll do a season finale. Yeah. Who knows when that's going to be? It could be in a. It could be next round. It could be. Who knows? Yep. Um, but, uh, yes. It probably will be next round. Yes. Let's. We will be bowing out of the 2021 competition. Let let's let's keep the faith. Let's move on from last night. Um, yeah. We're still in the fight at the moment, but yeah. Join us next time. Uh, please share this around. Leave a comment if you enjoyed it. If you want to argue with us, please. We we love a good argument. So, um, like yeah. a, a good argument, not not like a you guys a bunch of dickhead. Like we we like we're, debates. We don't say that we're footy experts. We're just a couple of fans saying what we think. If you want to come in with stats and all this sort of stuff, we go. Hang on a minute. Well, bring it. Yeah, this we, isn't a podcast for you. Yeah. Really. But yeah, all right. Um, check in next time, guys. See you later. See ya.